Today on The Breakdown, it's a deep psychological ex- uh, examination of one of poker's most interesting and chaos-ridden players, Eric Person. We're not going to break down a hand. We're going to break down this man. We're not going to break down a hand. We're going to break down this man. <laughs> I thought I was going to say something else, but it didn't come. We're going to talk about everything that makes this dude tick. We're going to see his ins and his outs. We've got interviews with his servants, with his family, with his children, with him when he's sleeping, but not awake, Eric Person, because some would say that is the hardest Eric Person to get to know, the one with the most veneer. We want to go past that through the curtain, and today we're going to do it on the breakdown, and we're going to do it by via one hand that he plays, of course, because we're going to break that down, obviously, um, where a lot of money is going to go in, and he makes some unusual decisions, uh, perhaps, with Grant Dennison and Jonathan Levy. Hey. Yeah, so all you have to do is imagine, like, a pre-flop decision is similar to an interview with a family member. <laughs> and a, and a, a, on the flop, that decision is, like, talking to somebody's lawyer or, or his confidant or his butler. Yeah. yeah. And a turn decision, that's like, you know, the spouse, perhaps. Mm. And the river decision is, is when you... He's asleep. When he's asleep. And you're like, <laughs> what are your deepest desires? And he's like, my deepest desires are... <laughs> <laughs> that, that always works. m and <laughs> mm, Sounds pretty good. Yeah, snow globes, water parks. m and snow globes, and water parks. I mean, give me a fucking break, right? That's a hell of a good time. That's, a, that's any, Anyone's happy with that on a Sunday. What do you mean by snow globes? <laughs> <laughs> what do I mean? Like, are you going into a kitschy little shop and shopping for snow globes? Because that doesn't sound what? fun to me. I didn't say shopping for snow globes. Okay, but you said... If someone says, I love Ferrari, are you like, oh, so you love buying Ferraris? You love you have the experience of buying a Ferrari? What well, the I'm, fuck are you talking about? I'm trying to figure out what you mean by <laughs> when you include snow globes in a hell of a Sunday. Yeah. So, I, mean, I mean, going to the store... Uh-huh. <laughs> Picking out some snow globes, yeah. purchasing them, uh-huh. but there's more. It's not just that. Then you go home, you turn them upside down, and uh-huh. then you turn right side up again really quickly. What happens? And then all the snow falls. Oh, that's, that sounds pretty <laughs> And nice. it's cool, and it's, it's like magical, and you can't see that anywhere else. But also water parks and Skittles, M&M's. M&M's. M&M's, Skittles. Water parks are... are Harboring so many diseases everywhere. You, that's part of what makes it exciting. That's true. If there's no risk involved, what's the point? Do you, I don't like, would you? Would, yeah, exactly. Would you get on a plane if you right. couldn't die? It's not about getting there faster, really, right? Because no. I could get there at whatever speed I get there. But there's a, an excitement. It's like I don't jump out of an airplane without a parachute or with one, you know? <laughs> <laughs> right. No, what you're saying makes plenty of sense. This is why people listen to the breakdown because they need this level of intimacy and understanding. I, if, I thought you were going to say this level of confused, random banter ah, that doesn't make any sense. Well, intimacy and understanding is where I went instead. Yeah. You're welcome, everyone. And you, you Grant, you too. It's a gift for of, you. This is one of the rare occasions uh, inside baseball where. Where Jonathan decided he didn't like his initial opening and did a different opening. I know it never happens. I always just I just put, plow through it, but I really didn't like what I did, so I just started again. But one thing you mentioned in your 
original opening that the people didn't hear, mm. I wanted to address. Oh, cool. And it, it, it just had, it was, what it would it be like to have dinner with Eric Person? Yes. Because he's, you know, featured in this hand quite heavily. Yes. And his psyche and his family. And of course, yeah, we're going to do a big breakdown on who he is. Right, of course. Um, but I was thinking, like, what it would it be like to have dinner with Eric Person? I think would involve him eating a lot of oysters, like more oysters than mm. you would expect. I imagine he would just keep ordering the oysters and then have, like, a steak. And I think it would be pr- kind of a fun, gregarious time. I think it probably would be. Yeah. Um, there's a chance it would just be like, uh, this is super not fun. There's a chance. But I think it probably would be a blast. I imagine he would get a steak that would be way, way, way too big. Yeah, after eating, like, 30 oysters. Yeah. Yeah. But who cares? Yeah. You know, I own 27 casinos. <laughs> I can eat as much steak <laughs> as I want. Nobody can stop me. Yeah. Yeah, but Eric Person is, you know, and we called him the breakout whale of 2022, was, and then we were shown the door by one of our Discord members. He's like, well, you forgot about Alan Keating, which yes, I think Alan Keating probably takes the cake as the breakout he's whale. He's got to be. But Person is number two, right? Yep. I mean, by a lot. But you Unless, know, there, could, there could be somebody else we're forgetting. Well, now there's a, there's a clear breakout whale for 2023, right? Jean-Robert Berbalant. <laughs> no, Nick Airball. Oh, Nick Airball. Yeah, it has to be the breakout whale for 2023. I mean, it's early. It's only April. You know, these things are uh, a marathon, does, not does a Does Nick Airball consider himself a whale? Because I, I think Person not. and Keating consider themselves whales. There's no chance Person considers himself a whale. Zero percent. Keating maybe does. Keating may have other things going on. But Person yeah. thinks he's a killer. And, you know, he, he, claims, he claimed last year he was up eight figures playing poker. Now... Huh. It's easy to say that. I, I could say I'm up eight figures playing poker, too. It's but possible if he's in the right games. It's possible. But I'm saying I think he believes he's a killer. That's why he puts himself in these, in these games and these lineups, too. Like, he played against fucking Ro- Robol. Yeah, the No Gamble, No Future. I mean, he played against, yeah, he played four killers, him and Rob Young. Person is the worst player in that lineup. Yeah. Person doesn't know that, I don't think. He Why might. would he? He's got to know he's worse than those four guys. He might think he's better than yes. Rob Young. I think he thinks he's better than Rob Young. I think he thinks he is close. To, I think he thinks he's much closer to those guys than he really is because he thinks he can exert financial pressure on them. Maybe. But I watch him try and exert financial pressure, and I'm sure it works sometimes. But overall, it's the way he does it. He just loses his mind, you know? And, it's, and it's, it doesn't look like it's that hard to play against him. Like, you flop a big hand, and you let him go crazy. Like Maybe. I mean, it might be harder than you think. Who knows? I, mean, I watch a lot of guys do it very successfully. Yeah. No. So anyway, this is a different kind of a hand, though. He's not going to go crazy in this hand. In fact, no. he's going to go the opposite of crazy. He's going to go sane. Super sane. So sane, he's come back around the bend again to maybe a little bit nutso. You know what, I'm you know what I mean? Like he's, you know what I'm saying? He's usually like Mr. Las Vegas, Mr. Macau. But yeah. he's like, in this hand, he's like Mr. Des Moines, Iowa. Right. Mr. Like, Boise. Yeah, he's like, ah, I got a, I got a main street with a couple of restaurants, and you know, mm-hmm. gambling's not allowed. Maybe no dancing, probably no dancing allowed. I mean, there's a preacher who will, you know, hit you with a stick if you dance. It'll be bad. It'll <laughs> yeah. be real bad. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's that's Eric Person in this hand. Yeah, he's not the usual wild man. And I guess you could argue the choices he makes are those of a wild man in a lineup like this. In this hand, you mean specifically? Yeah, it's a strange decision, but. It's a strange series of decisions. Like, it's possible as we go through. I'm curious because I watched the hand once really quickly. But my initial thought was, I don't see how you could string all these decisions together correctly almost ever. But let's. But, but I didn't think about it much either. It just was like, well, it's Eric Person too, so we, I, didn't give we, it, I didn't give as much credit as Yeah, we might really like some of these Again, decisions. if it's Jason Kuhn, maybe I'd be like, 
this is really interesting, man. And you would be a Muppet? I would wish to be a Muppet, but I would not actually be a Muppet. I would still be a human boy with blood. But do you wish to be a Muppet now, even when we're not talking about yes. Jason Kuhn? So why aren't you talking like that? Because it doesn't make you a Muppet to wish to be a Muppet. But <laughs> why, is, why is it that if we were talking about Jason Kuhn, you would talk like a Muppet? Right. And otherwise you would not? Because in that case, I would want to be swole like a Muppet Jason Kuhn. <laughs> that does not seem to make sense to me, but I'm trying to figure it out. See, this is the this art. This is like one of those breakdown hands where I'm like, I know this guy's pretty good at poker, so I'm going to have to give him credit here. Yeah. But can you imagine if there was a swole Muppet, like a, a legit swole Muppet? I mean, so I'm sure if you type it into the Internet, there will be a swole Muppet. You know what? I'm sure you're right, but we have, I'm not aware of a swole Muppet. Yeah. A truly swole Muppet. Like that actually earn the muscles instead of them being exactly made like, of oh, foam. we're just going to start and give you these muscles. Yeah. Like, congratulations. No, you Mr. mean like Universe. a Muppet that became sentient and decided it did not like the body oh. that was given to it by its creators and decided I'm hitting the gym. And four months later, we got swole Muppet. It doesn't have to be that it hates its body. It could be that it, it loves something and it's moving towards something rather than away, you know? Like Cramped. rock climbing. It might love rock climbing and that, that just naturally creates swoleness. Exactly. exactly. Maybe there's... Do you know a, any rock climbers? Those guys are swole, man. They are. Um, you know, like, uh, there, maybe there's just a natural high this Muppet gets from, like, you know, lifting and pushing himself that hard and you can't replicate it anywhere else. He's tried. He's tried sex. He's tried drugs. He's tried eating. Like, it, it, nothing works. This is the only place to get that. And so he does it and a, a happy consequence, one might say happy if one was editorializing, is the swollenness of his arms. Sure, he gets that nice middle time when he f- figures out that that's important to him, but then he chases it too hard, yes. and he gets addicted to steroids. Because it stops being about the, yeah. the high. It's, it's st- about people the, recognizing the swollenness, and yes. then he's like, I got to get more swole. Because that's the closest thing now he gets to that high, but it's not the same, but it's closest, so he's still trying to so, chase it. This is, the, this is the premise of the movie Pain and Gain. Mm. This is basically the premise. Yeah. So it will end up with him barbecuing a dead person's hand. I believe in fitness. It's the first line of that movie. I've seen that movie once when it came out. Yeah. But I really liked it. Why didn't you see it again? I just never got around to it. I'm sure I will. It's Michael Bay, isn't it? Michael Bay. It's, it's like a really good Michael Bay movie. It's weird. Yep. It I remember thinking like, oh my God, Michael Bay is good? It's so weird. It, this almost feels like Wolf of Wall Street in some ways in terms of the vibe of it. Yeah, I mean, obviously not as good. Of course not. Um, but like in terms of the, like, the sense of fun and yet subversiveness and like... Yeah, I agree. Like not not Michael Bay like weird, right. but it but yeah, he directed it and did a great job. Well, you but know, it's I it think wasn't a big hit. So it's he it's doing quite it. possible that Michael Bay is actually a very talented director, but just right. went in a certain direction. Like, I have never been a fan of heavy metal music and like you know the grunty, screamy type heavy metal music, especially. Yeah. Um, but a lot of those musicians are actually really talented. And like, uh, these are kind of obscure, but there's uh, an Icelandic musician named Olafur Arnolds, who has done a lot of music that you probably have heard in shows and movies. It's like instrumental music. It's really beautiful. But he uh, came up for like a decade in a heavy metal band, just like in a screamy mm-hmm. heavy metal band. But it turns out he's just super talented. And that was his outlet for that time. So maybe right. Michael Bay actually could make really good movies that you and I like, but decides to go down the other route. Well, you know? it's, you know, one pays while one doesn't. Yeah. Right? And so, yeah, fair enough. Like the Beastie Boys were a death metal band, made a rap album as a joke. It ended up being... I did not know that. True story. Ended up being a massive hit, of course, licensed to ill. And then they were a rap band from then on because that paid the bills in a way that nothing else... Death Metal never was going to. And they they saw that and pivoted super hard immediately. Good to their credit. That was a good choice. Yeah. I mean, I remember being in like junior high and everyone... 
when when all that stuff happened and it was like huge. Yeah. It was like who the fuck are these guys and but everyone was singing all the songs on the album and That must have been especially cool for you as a young Jewish kid on the East Coast, right? Yeah. I didn't really think it was Jewish. Oh really? Yeah, I thought they, they were just they were just like you know, I was like not into the whole rap scene at all either. So Yeah, that's not really your me. vibe. Yeah, yeah. So like even then I was like, eh, yeah. I don't like it. But everyone else loved it. Yeah, I mean, they're still popular, right? Their they, music is still popular. The new Captain Marvel trailer for the Marvels, which, by the way, quite a fun trailer, uses Intergalactic, a right. Beastie Boys song, and the song makes the trailer much better. Right. Like, it's really noticeable. Sabotage is good in movies, too. Absolutely. You know? So they got something going on. They figured yeah. something out, and they have, you know, all the way to the bank forever, yeah. you know? This Except is, that this two of them goes. are dead, right? So that At least one of them is dead. Harder for... To go to the um, bank. You know, Nintendo started out as a playing card company. Like, you know, weird shit yeah, happens. Not, you pivot. Not in the era of video games. They started out <laughs> as a playing card company in the 1880s. That's true. That's fair. Yeah. But, you know, um, but now they've said they'll never go back to playing cards. Mm, I don't know. I mean, Pokemon cards, they made those. They said they would never go back. But they did. They made Pokemon but cards. The, I'm just saying what they said. I'm just reporting facts. Ah, okay. F-A-X. Facts. Just, just the facts, man. Yeah. Um, hey, uh, so supposedly the Super Mario Brothers movie, I'm staying on current culture and right. Nintendo now for a second. So that's been out for two weekends, and it's a massive hit. I don't know if you're aware of this or not. I've Grant. heard that from you mostly that it's a big oh, hit. It's an insane level hit, like shocking hit. It's going to make... Like uh, Guardians of the Galaxy type hit? Bigger. Really? Yeah, like it's going to be... It's got a shot at being like a top 10 movie of all time hit. Oh, it, so it's like a Avengers hit. Yeah, like it's probably going to make at least $1.4 billion kind of a hit, like hmm. worldwide. Um, we'll see, but its drop in its second weekend was surprisingly small, and it's got a lot of runway. No, there's no big comp- com- competition until the new Guardians movie comes out, actually, in the beginning of May. Um, why do I bring this up? I have not seen this movie. I'm not going to see this movie. Apparently, it's not a normal movie with narrative. Apparently, it's mostly fan service to people who play Super Mario Brothers. Really? I'm sure there's some narrative, but apparently it's like less narrative than a normal movie. That's odd to me because of all of the very popular video games, and of course that's like the original very popular video game, I guess maybe Pong is, but you know, that actually has a story to it. Right. Um, It's interesting that that would rely so much on fan service because I don't think that people who are super fans of Mario really care that much about the story elements. They care about like speed running the game and stuff like that. I mean, none of it makes any sense to me at all. But a, and again, I haven't seen it, so maybe this is being inaccurate reported, but there's a Hollywood reporter who I follow and watch all of her videos and stuff like that, and she talks about this in a fair amount of detail. Anyway, this is such a big hit that it may actually change the way like video game movies are made from here on out. Like They may stop being so narratively focused, apparently, and like focus more on fan service. I don't think that's going to work at all. I think Super Mario Brothers probably has a special place in people's hearts that almost no other video game has. That's for sure. Um, there's a nostalgia element there, whatever, whatever. And none of it makes sense to me. But like, all I'm saying is, in the end, like everyone just chases the money wherever the money is, right? Like that, yeah. that's you, you pivot towards the money. I mean, there's an obvious counterpart to that that's happening culturally right now, yeah. which is The Last of Us. Which is yes. a video game. Great point. And that's been an enormous hit for HBO. Massive. And, and that is, of course, very story driven. Only story driven. You would have driven. no idea that it was based on a video game unless somebody told you. 100%. And right. in fact, it is spectacularly good. Yeah. Too. Yeah. So I don't think that necessarily, maybe, maybe it's different for a series and a movie. I don't know. I don't know. Um, and, may, and maybe it's, maybe we're just going to have both of those things. But maybe up until now, what we've seen, and again, I'm really speculating here. Maybe. Up until now, though, we've seen video game adaptations that are trying to straddle this line 
of like tr- sort of follow the story but do some fan service. And Mario Brothers went much heavier to their fan service, and Last of Us went much heavier to the story. And maybe you have to pick a side maybe. of the fence. What and are, either way, it can work. What perhaps. are example of other video game properties that became shows and movies? Doom had a failed movie. Sure. Um, uh, the Michael Fassbender Assassin's Creed was a movie. Oh yeah, that Prince of Persia was a flop. movie. Both oh, these flops. are all, there are basically no successful video game. They adaptation. made two Sonics, right? Oh no, Sa- Sonic has been successful. You're right. Um, Resident Evil. I guess they made they made multiple yeah, movies they made like of that, f- right? Uh, like a five. Yeah, they made like five of them, but they were all like They're relatively kind of low movies, budget. Kind of, yeah, B movies for yeah. sure. Um, as opposed to Sonic, right. like Sonic's made two movies and. They, they did all right. They made like 400 million, but like this thing is so much bigger that there's talk that the Sonic franchise may like reshape itself to like try and, you know, ape some of this. I mean, stuff. it kind of mirrors what actually happened in the video games, right? Like, oh, does it? I mean, Mario always, Nintendo always sold better than mm. Sega stuff. So, same thing, man. They just hit the chord right on. Okay. I yeah. think we should stop talking about video game movies now. I'm done. All right, let's talk about if Eric Person were a video game character. Yes. Obviously, he would be Donkey Kong. He'd be Funky Kong, Donkey Kong's brother. Okay. Who is funky and is in the show is in those games a little bit and is wildly wealthy. He loves he loves the ladies. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, come on, it's Donkey Kong, right? If you're gonna pick a video game character, that's for really him, good for him. Yes. Yeah, it's gotta be. There's a lot of there's a lot though of players who might be Donkey Kong. Name another one. Jason Kuhn. No, absolutely. Swole. No, he's Swolness. Luigi. He's Luigi. That makes no sense. He's Swoligi. <laughs> First of all, he'd be Walugi or whatever. Why Luigi? What? Why Luigi? Is that the guy's name? I think so. I wouldn't know. That's that's evil Luigi. Yeah. Oh, what? is that is that? Who yeah. It why is? would why would Wario is evil Mario and Why Luigi oh. is evil Luigi? Okay. I mean, fine. I'm W A denotes evilness in this universe. <laughs> that is so weird. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Wario. Okay. I mean, congratulations. It worked. It's worked for 30 years, right? Yeah. Or more at this point. Yeah. Anyway. You ever play Mario Party? No. It's pretty fun. Anyway, let's talk about this hand. Oh, This was suggested by Ruthino. Okay. One of our OGs. Indeed. On Discord. You can suggest on Discord. There's a link in the description if you want to join the Discord to suggest hands. Shoot the shit. Talk poker. Whatever. Uh, You can also suggest on Twitter. You can email us if you want. We don't care. If you're a Luddite. It's fine. Um, you know, we'll, we'll be on other platforms in the future, perhaps. Who knows? The AI will tell us what to do, and we'll just do it, because it's clearly superior to what we would do in our own minds. 200, 400, 800 are the blinds. Mm. It's a big one. Hustler Casino has a wide range of stakes, and of course, they're having their million-dollar game coming up soon. Yeah, it's not going to be fun, man. It's all just like... There's like no pros playing it. Essentially. It's just whales. Yeah. It's, yeah. That's it's not fun be at super all. uninteresting. That's, for that's too bad. That's I too was bad. excited for it too. If you could just get 50, 50, it would be fun. Yep. But I need, I need like at least four pros who are really good, who are taking it very seriously. Now we got something. Yeah. But, and that's like no gamble, no future. That was good enough. That right. Two thirds pros. But anyway, here we are. Whatever. Anyway, 200, 400, 800. Pretty big okay. stakes. Okay. We got blank check Ben, which, you know, cause he, cause he doesn't care how much money is on the check. He just goes to the grocery store and gives him a blank check. It's like, whatever you think is right. <laughs> My name is Ben, by the way. <laughs> 342K in front of him under the gun. Yeah. He two and a half X's to 2K with nine, six of clubs, whatever. Sure. We could get into sizing, but we won't. Okay. Let's get into the chaos goblin that is Eric Person. Wow. You just called him a chaos goblin. That's amazing. I, I did not come up with that. I don't remember who's used it for what, but I've heard it before. It's amazing. It's, it's good. I agree. I wish I could take credit for it. Okay. He's got 512,000 in front of him. So he's probably got the table covered unless... Ke- oh, no Keating's here. He's got 770. Um, mm-hmm. He's got King of Spades, King of Diamonds on the button. Yeah. 
So what would your typical action be here? My typical action would be to raise. That's smart. I'd be doing it mostly to isolate as well as change the stack to pot ratio and get more value for my hand right now because, you know, it's often hard to get value later when the board gets tough for people. Yep. Yep. That seems correct. All those reasons. Yeah. And not that you asked. You know, I want to have a quick aside about three betting in general oh, okay. in deep stack games. Um, and this is something that I've talked about with my poker friends, including you before, but I think it's interesting because I don't think a lot of people think about it this way, but the main purpose of three betting in my mind in deep stack games is isolation. Yeah. It is not value. It's simply, I, I mean, the like value comes from the isolation, but the isolation is the, the key component to it. I think so. Yeah. I mean, I think that's true, period, anyway. Period, anyway. I think period, anyway. I think that's true anyway. Um, but I think it's especially true in a deep stack game where you're going to have more people who are going to be making speculative calls and we can push them out now yep. and, and really cut down. We, we change our equity so much, um, especially our reverse implied odds and all that kind of stuff by knocking people out before the flop can even yeah. be coming out. Also, changing the stack to power ratio can be really useful when you've got a hand like Kings or right. S-King or something like that too. Yeah. Anyway, person does not three bet. This okay. is his first Chaos Goblin movie. Decides to flat. A couple reasons for this may be that he... I mean, the best reason, of course, is one of the three blinds behind him is a likely three better yep. that he thinks is going to three bet a ton. And guess who one of the blinds is? Ludicrous. So I mean, maybe that's pretty good. Maybe that's why, you know? It's Keating, Ludicrous, and Hands behind him. Those are three guys all who might three bet with, okay. with crazy stuff. So then it might be reasonable to flat here because yes. he's Eric fucking person. He could have queen eight offsuit and have flatted here, and you could definitely think you have a ton of fold equity against blank check Ben opening under the gun and Eric person flatting the button. I kind of love that he's doing it when he's on the button, and he's got these three guys behind him specifically. That all makes a lot of sense to me, and I think this is a good play, at least to do a little bit with Kings here. Yeah. So I, so I like this. I Even agree. though it's unusual, I still really like it. Yeah. I mean, of course, you're going to want to three-bet with some frequency here. You're mostly going to three-bet, Kings. This is a pretty good setup for, for flatting. Mm -hmm. But know? like we're probably calling a lot of the time when Under the Gun opens, and these guys are, especially like Ludacris, it's just insane. It's going to make really dumbass three-bets. No offense, Ludacris, but come on. I've seen it. Nine do suited. I've seen it, bro. <laughs> um, so like... Giving him a chance to do that is, is kind of cool. It is. Uh, Keating is not going to oblige out of the small blind. He's going to mm. flat with Jack-10 off, which yep. is you know a bit speculative. But we're really deep, and it's fine. fine. When you're this deep, the deeper it is, the better it is to call, right? Yeah. With that kind of a hand. Here's something that's a problem for Eric Purse. Ludacris is in the big blind. He's got 300K. So deep stack, big blind, crazy guy, has named himself aptly. Yes. He has two eights and he just calls. That's that's unlucky for Eric. Person, yeah, I think is. I don't is know it like is problem. it like the too slightly too good hand, slight, slightly yeah. not good enough hand? Like Ludacris is a wild man, but he does understand poker to some extent. So like he knows that this is the type of hand that doesn't do great as a three bet compared to maybe a worse hand or a better hand. I mean, this hand plays better, you know, heads up than it does four or five ways. Well, it, it does. depends on what you're playing it for, though, right? Like, if you're trying to win the pot, obviously it plays much better heads up than yeah. as a three bet. But he's deciding to play it to set mine. Right, you're playing a set mine when you're this deep, and you feel like, oh, my God, Eric Person and Alan Keating are in the hand. Why do I, like, I want them to see the flop. Right. I want to flop a set, have them see the flop with me, and stack them. Yeah. Like, as opposed to putting a lot of money out of position with a hand that it's going to be hard to play every time I don't flop a set. Yeah, the more you talk, the more clear it is that this is the correct play by Ludacris. Really feels based like on it. the opponents in the hand. That said, I would still expect him to three bet this hand a fair amount in this situation because I've seen him three bet everything. It's possible that the person is just unlucky that Ludacris didn't have a better pair or yeah, a hand a like hand. or a hand like nine seven suited, which maybe he would have three bet. Really, you know? really, yeah. But you know, so be it. This is going to happen. Like as Eric Person, 
we can't always, we know these guys are always going to raise. No, Hans hasn't acted yet, but like getting through Alan Keating and Ludacris has already got to be a little disappointing. Yeah, you're just like, like oh, oh, God, come on. Either fold or, call, fold or raise. Don't call. That's the yeah. worst thing, right? Hans is in the big blind, yeah. uh, and he's got Queen Four of Hearts and does not go nuts with it. Right. Calls, which is kind of the play that you have to make of here. Course. Right. So here we are as Eric Person. This has just happened. We knew this was a possibility. We have four opponents. We should understand right away. We should know. We have to be very careful with our kings, right? Yeah. Because, like, any, especially we got three guys in the blinds, even, who are loose as hell. Right. And are going to be seeing, like, there's so many ways. We have to be really, we can't play a huge pot with kings unless we have a monster hand. We cannot expect to win a monster pot right. without coolering somebody. Yes. Or, like, a flopping top set, essentially. Yeah. But really, but, but really cool. Cooling. still going to be cooling them in yeah. some way. You're right. Like, we should be very aware. We, we have to be very careful here. That yes. should be obvious. Right. And that's fine. You know? Yes. You, yeah. Like, you play so many hands of live poker, and you're playing a cash game. It's an endless game, right? So mm-hmm. sometimes you're going to lose with kings, and you just have to accept that. You just have to not get entitlement tilt and expect to win right. every time that you have a big hand. Right. And it's actually kind of great. This is on a stream, too. So people are going to see him flatting with kings here, which means he's probably going to get... People are going to change their, the way they range him when he flats now. Yeah. In the future. Now, maybe flatting on the button from and under the gun open with crazy guys behind him. But still, it will change it at least a little bit. That's a useful thing, too. And it's a good time to do it is on the stream versus not. I agree. So, I, so, but this is the risk we take. Right. Now we have to be really careful. That's all. And I, maybe we have to, you know, find some folds or play really carefully and keep the pot We just small. have to sometimes just lose that 2K and be disappointed, yeah. you know, if things don't go well on the flop. And so that's, be it. That's fine. Yeah. Uh, so it's going to be 10K in the pot with the five players. Okay. And, you know, maybe you'll find some players like this on Nitro Betting. You know what I'm saying? You might. You, you might. really might. You might find these players on Nitro Betting. I don't know. It's all anonymous, baby. Bitcoin. Hello. Nitro Betting. Use the link in the description when you sign up to get access to cool Poker Guys promotions, including our monthly tournament, which is only available to those who sign up using the link. Cool sports betting promotions. March Madness is gone. Whatever. Yes. The NFL season is a bit far away. Whatever. All of these things will have promotions there you when go. they come around. You might as well get on your horse and start a galloping, you know get, what I'm saying? Uh, get that trot a trotting. Right. Speaking of horses, I I'm pretty sure you can bet horses there too. Maybe I, I don't, don't know. Think so no, no, no horses. Okay, no horses. but you know you can bet racquetball and shit like that. You might be able to bet racquetball. Yeah. Actually. <laughs> <laughs> so if you're interested in betting racquetball, racquetball, nitro betting may or may not be the place for you. I haven't confirmed that they have racquetball, but they do have pretty <laughs> obscure stuff. If, you, uh, if they do, and you're betting racquetball, I'm going to knock on your door and be like, what's, what's with all that racquetball in there? Instead of that racket. It's yeah, yeah. Of- It'll be like a really bad joke. <laughs> that sounds fun. Yeah, it's going to be great. So, you know, get on that horse. Start galloping. Trotting. You can start with a trot, but eventually you'll be okay. galloping. Yeah, yeah, to get right. to Nitro Betting by using the link in the description of this podcast when you sign up. We'll see you there. It's Bitcoin only, and they don't fuck around with your money. When you withdraw it, 90 minutes or less, it's in your Bitcoin wallet. It's Keep yours. it off of the web, people. Keep it out of the, out of the hands of the bad people. Don't give it to SBF, you know? <laughs> Just keep it yourself. Really? Yeah, really? it's not that hard. Learn how to do it if you have any crypto, seriously. Mm. It's, it's not hard. As, really as not an hard. aside, keep your own shit. Like, yeah. If, if you don't know a lot about the industry, that's what you should be doing. Yeah. Anyway, here we go. Maybe we just save some people some money. Who knows? Yeah. Ten, if, if we help one person, it's ten, all worth it. $10,000 in the pot were five ways. Okay. The flop is five of diamonds, four of clubs, nine of hearts. So person still has an overpair. It's a pretty good flop for our hand. The nuts currently is top set, so that's a good flop generally for an overpair, right? There's no straights, no flushes that are possible. Mm-hmm. Um, Keating is the only player who really has nothing going on here. 
Blank check Ben is flop top pair. Ludicrous has two eights for a reasonably good hand. Hands has queen four for bottom pair and a backdoor flush draw. And I, person, I would, of course, has kings. I would have said that as Eric, we can, like, Ben, ben clearly can have all the sets. Yeah. Um, and I was going to say, I'm not sure if the guys behind us can have all the sets, but since Ludacris has eights, yeah, I guess he can have all he the sets. He can have all the sets, and that means the other guys maybe can too. Yeah. So that's not ideal, but okay, again, we're playing this really carefully, and we, we have to understand that. That's all. Right. I'm not really sure how wild the guys in the blinds are playing, but mm-hmm. besides hands, there shouldn't be too many two-pair combos besides four or five suited. Among them? Um, yeah, I think so. Maybe, uh, yeah, hands can have all the 9x suited yeah. hands for sure. But besides that, I think we should be... I mean, we're just going to have to see how this hand plays out, you know? Like, not put a lot of money in and, and pay attention. It's a relatively good flop for kings, right? Yes. You know, and, and as it right. stands, person is ahead. Right. Um, Keating checks. He's got jack 10 off, so he's got nothing. Yep. Ludicrous checks. Hands, he's got two eights. Hands checks. Ben is obligated to protect his equity here Million when he flops percent, top pair. For right? sure. And he does have two back doors to go with that, straight draw and flush yes. draw. He bets 6.3 into 10. Okay. I kind of like the sizing. It's like a relatively dry board, but we're five, five ways. Like, let's just clean up that equity well. Yeah. I think that's fine. Yeah, you don't want to bet so small that weird shit can happen, right? Right. It's not a heads-up pot, which I would expect a much smaller bet on this board in a heads-up mm-hmm. pot, but I, I like the size. Okay. Here's something that happens. Yeah. Uh, why does Keating act before? That's weird. Well, he shouldn't because the person's up, right? Yeah, person calls. Okay. I don't know. I, maybe Hustler just got this in a weird order or something. Okay, whatever. But anyway, I have Keating calling first. Okay, clearly person is up. Yeah. Clearly, right? I think so. Yeah. Because Keating's in the small blind, right? right? That's what you said. That's what I said. That's what well, I thought. We really need to know that. I mean, I'm, I'm double-checking as you we double go. You double-check, good. Because if Keating's not in the small blind, it actually changes the pre-flop stuff, too, to make it, it much It changes worse. it quite a bit. It's I'm, way worse to flat I'm, with someone having already called. I'm double-checking so just Grant's because... Gant's going to check, but I'll talk about assuming that everyone's the where we think they are, and you'll let us know if it's not true. So, okay. So, Ben bet 6.3. I don't... Keating's with, definitely in the small blind. Okay, great. Everyone's behind person, right? Uh, yeah, Ben okay. is under the gun. Yeah. Okay. So person's next after Ben bets, 6.3. Yeah. Okay. So this is an interesting spot right away as person, right? I have an inclination that it sort of sucks, but maybe we should raise right now. Yeah. Because we have too many fucking players in this hand. I think it, like, there are sometimes that Ben has us beat, but he has all of the overpairs that are losing to us, and he has a bunch of nines that are losing to us. Yes. It's, we shouldn't be too afraid of Ben. Right. Uh, like he might do something to indicate to us that we should be afraid, but so far it's not like I need to think that Kings are behind most of his range or anything. Correct. So yeah, I, I, where you're going with this, I like to just, let's clean up our equity a little bit. Also, we can make a really easy fold. I think if anyone like comes at us once we raise, like this is not a super wet board, right? No, it's five, four, nine rainbow. Like, okay. Six, seven might make a big play at us, but not that often. I think 6-7 is not going to do that very... We're going to three, going to cold 3-bet. And Ben doesn't have 6-7 that often either, right? It seems to me like we raise right now. We, we, I'm not a guy for raising for information. I'm ra- but we're raising... This actually goes back to the preflop idea. We're raising really to isolate. Yeah. Um, but also, we're going to get a lot of information. We're going to clean up the equity and, and get a lot of information. I think anyone who doesn't fold, we should be very worried about. You know, except Ben. Ben can call and we're fine. But almost anyone else we got to be very careful. And if we get another raise, I think we just fold our hand right now and say, like, oh, well, could have been worse, I guess. I don't fucking know. Too bad. We could have played it differently. 
we, we, you know, the path not taken and all that. Yeah, I agree. Cool. I agree, but person decides to flat. You can't do that with these guys behind you. These guys are, Keating is going to call with like any pair, any draw of any kind. We can get rid of all of that with a race. Yes, and also now, I guess we're just going to call if one of those guys raises behind, but it's like, now we're just in no man's land. We have no idea what's going on. Right, and like, you, we know Keating calls because you said Keating calls. Keating's got Jack Ten in yeah, his calling. I mean, which I'm, I guess we'll take that. I mean, that's pretty good. Yeah, yeah. that's fine. <laughs> um, but like these other guys have got stuff going. I mean, Ludacris only has two outs, also. But like Hans has got five outs plus the backdoor hearts. Like, yeah. And we just don't know where we are, which is the bigger part. With this many players, we just have no fucking idea what's going on. Right. So the raise, since we didn't raise before, we I think we just have to raise now. I agree. Yeah. Which is you know not what. You would often think like right. raising one pair in a five-way pop, but in this scenario, I, I, I do like it for isolation purposes. Yeah. Um, but he calls. Okay. When, then, of course, Alan Keating calls with Jack 10 for ungodly reasons. Because he's Alan Keating. Who knows? Because he's whale a year. Yeah. 2022. I mean, he's got to keep that title for 2023. He's Mr. like, Nick Airball is doing too much here. I got to be the whale of the whales, <laughs> you know? Yeah. I didn't want that money. Luda makes a prudent fold with eights, which are almost never good in this scenario. Yes. Uh, and hands calls, which I think he kind of has to with the yeah. backdoor flush draw. I think he does, too. Like, he's closing the action. It sucks a little bit, you know? There's, like, $24,000 in there. He's getting over... He's getting, like, four to one. It's fine to call. Yeah. So he does. Yeah. There's more than 24. It's, like, 28000 Yeah. The pot's going to be $35,200. Mm. The flop of five of diamonds, four of clubs, nine of hearts. Ben's got nine, six of clubs. Uh, Keating has jack 10 for some reason. Hands has queen four of hearts and person has kings. The turn is the six of hearts. It's a spicy one. Yeah. In that it gives hands the flush draw to go with his pair and it makes top two for blank check Ben. Yep. Seven, eight also, seven, eight also gets there, which could definitely be in one of these players hands. Hands could have three, seven, I guess. And deuce three. Yep. He can have those. Yeah. Probably only suited, but still they can exist. Yeah. So. As Ben, we have to be happy with this after everyone calls us, right? Like, you have yeah. to be like, we're probably losing. Oh, my God, we're probably winning. Yeah. What a fucking deal that is. Yeah, yeah. but 7-8 is a concern. 7-8 is a concern. That's the biggest concern. But we're five-handed. We just, we just, I mean, I assume everyone's going to check to Ben, by the way. Is that true? Uh, yes. Keating and Hands both check. Because Hands could lead here. He could lead because he has... Very unlikely to be the best hand that has equity against everything. Right. And he might want to generate some fold equity with that. You know, like... If he's going to call a bet anyway, leading seems to make a lot more sense, especially on a card that, in theory, could be good for him. Right. Because he could have made a straight. He could have made two pair. It's like, also super strong to bet into all these players. Like, what does Ben do with tens or, or yeah, just jacks. a nine? I mean, if, if you have jacks in your Ben, don't you just have to fold when yeah. he leads into the world? I think I like hands leading. I do, too. Interesting. Yeah. But I, he checks. I get it. Like, I probably usually check two, but... Once, it, once we examined it, you'd a hate bit. to get blown off the hand, right? Yeah. That's part of it. And also, you're like in the moment, you're just yeah. like, Jack, you're like, fuck, maybe I should have led. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, that's a good point. I would have liked to yeah. lead. Ben checks also. That's weird. This is an Eric Person play, I suppose. Yeah. He's like, go ahead, big boy. Yeah. Do your thing. Yeah. Be, be the guy. Please don't check and give everyone a free card. Yeah. Though. This, there's so many bad <laughs> cards for my hand. Yeah. But this is a way to try and like, also blow everyone off the hand, assuming Ben is going for a check race, here, right. which I assume he is. Yeah. Um, right? Because now if, if Eric bets, if the guys behind him call, you can punish them all and put in a really big raise and only get... You, and you can still win a big... You can still get value against some hands that call, but you can knock out all the draws and stuff like that, like hands has. You can yeah. knock hands out of this thing with a big check raise, I think, which you might not be able to do with a normal size bet here. Now, yeah. you could do more than a normal size bet. A lot of players are doing that now. You could bet one and a half times the pot, but if it goes call, call... 
Hans is going to call anyway with his with his yeah. hearts, right? Probably, maybe not. Probably. Anyway. Anyway, Ben does check. So now that it's okay. on person, he probably should be betting. To we have to bet. To we cannot give equity, everyone yeah. a free fucking card right now. Yeah. So we have to bet. Yeah. With two kings, he bets twenty k into thirty five. Okay, that's fine. Let's see what the fuck happens now. I assume finally, finally, Alan Keating will will throw us. Cards yeah, away? yeah, he's oh, gone. Great job, Alan. Yeah. Luda's already gone. So what should hands do? I mean, how much is in the pot? It was 20. It was 32 in the pot. 35. The pot, 35, and it's 20 more. We have a pair. It's Eric Person. I think we just want to call. Yeah, I don't think raising is good, probably. Eric Person's also the kind of guy where we could be beating him. Yeah. He could be ahead right now. Um, if Ben folds, which is what we'd expect is going to happen, we're going to be heads up with a pair and a draw against Person. We check call a lot of rivers, I think, almost no matter what the river is. Like, not all of them, but a lot of rivers. Some that improve us, some that don't. We're yeah. check calling, right? Yep. Yep. Um, we're going to let Eric Person fire a fucking way and hope, and hope he's just lost his mind because he's, he's capable of that. Yep. So that's what Hans does. He calls. Okay. Ben now raises. Right, of course. This he was does. the whole plan. It worked out great. Well, Ben's like, cool. Hans almost never has seven eight now. Yeah. Like he can have it a little, but not too much. It's just person now that has seven eight. Yeah. Eh. All right. He does have all sixteen combos, unfortunately. He does. But I guess we're gonna find out right now as Ben where we are. Right. Yep. Which is not the only reason to raise, obviously. Knocking out a bunch of equity is a is a really good reason. We also, and getting huge value. We also know Eric Person gets entitlement tilt even yes. when he shouldn't have it. Yes. So like you can definitely get value out of him. Well, remember we did that hand where he person had kings against um what's the dude's name? The funny name, one word name, the pro. I don't remember. You know what I'm talking about though? Where no. he, he made um he made the big bluff against person on, on uh, earlier I don't know if it was like high stakes poker, no gamble, no future is one of those um, poker go shows. Anyway, where person calls on the turn when like a really scary, awful card comes. Oh yeah, race. yeah. Now I know what you're talking, you know what I'm about. talking about. Yeah, um, Hanks. Hanks, right? Yeah. And then Hanks um, bets it, like all in on the river, like three hundred thousand. Yeah. And person like has one pair on a really scary board and calls anyway, and somehow wins. Yeah. So Ben is doing the right thing. You're supposed to expand your value range and the amount of money you're willing to put in with certain hands against right. Eric Person. Right. And it's like really going to, if we get re-raised, maybe we can just fold this hand. Maybe. But right now, it's time to punish. So what should Person do? Because Ben raises to 68K. He's sitting there with kings. I feel like we have to fold. I do too. I, I mean, like unless, really, unless really Ben is really a nutbag, which is not my perception no, of him. No, I don't, I don't see him that way. Like, he bet into four opponents on the flop and, and then check-raised check after person, sure, person is the one who bet, but also there was a call out of the guy in the blinds on this blind-type board. Yeah. Right? I mean, so, like, what I is Kings ahead have, of? I would assume we have two outs most of the time. Turns out we have more, but I would assume we have two. I'm wondering what Kings is ahead of. Maybe. Queens? That's may, the only yeah, possible Maybe hand, Queens, right? maybe, Jacks. maybe Jacks. But would they really check raise? I would think they're more mm. likely just to continue betting or even check calling. I would think so too, but maybe because it's person and hands only calls, maybe once in a while we are beating those hands. It's not completely maybe. impossible. It's not impossible, but I'm not because he's doing because he just never would think we could have a hand as strong as Kings, yeah. right? I'm like, just not convinced. You know, it feels like when he does the check raise, he has nine nine like so fucking much. It feels like he has value and not a draw too, right? Because yes. I mean, I guess the type of hand I could imagine him having that is a draw is like ace dues or ace three of hearts. Those are the only ones that make sense that he mm-hmm. would consider betting on the flop into this many opponents and then right. still have a flush draw on the turn, right? Because it's hard for him to bet. He's not betting like ace 10 of hearts into five players, right? I don't think so. I don't think he's betting ace king of hearts into that many players. Yeah. I don't think he does stuff like that. 
Right. So, so yeah. he could he could have ace deuce raise three of hearts. That's possible. Maybe he might not even be betting that though five ways. Yeah. Even though he was under the gun, like so what? Like you don't really think you're getting all the folds, right? No, but it's you know it's, like, not, it's not terrible to do. I, it. I think I probably would bet that hand in his position. Mm-hmm. Like I just think it's the the best yeah. option. I would think a lot of the time he's going, he's just continuing on the turn rather than um, going for the check raise with, with ace deuce of hearts. If, but, you, if you expect person's going to bet with a bunch of stuff yeah, and you just want to generate more fold equity and maybe get a little more money in there. Fair enough. Fair enough. So I guess there's a couple hands that are draws that Eric's ahead of, but I think there's just too many monsters that do exist. You know, and it's just... Absolutely. It's a problem. And like if we call, we'd have to assume hands is going to call too. As person, a fair amount of a the fair time, amount of time, yeah. which means we got more equity to worry about too. If we're not already losing, we might be losing by the end of the hand anyway because hands is still in there. Yeah, we can't raise again. I think we just fold, cut our losses, and once in a while we're folding the best hand. But like we played it weird, and no one, no one, it just goes that way sometimes. Yeah. Anyway, he calls. Yeah, of course he does. He calls like fast too. It's not an ideal spot for hands now, right? Like no, it's forty-eight k to win one hundred and forty, but. Like, the combination of these two hands could have him drawing almost dead. Also, I'm worried about our implied odds, as in I'm not sure we get any more money if, if our stuff comes in anyway. Right. A four might not be any good, first of all. Right. A queen, maybe we get money on a queen, but also might not be any good. And if a heart comes, do we ever get paid by these guys? Only if they have a better hand. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's really hard to get paid. Yeah. Um, we're out of position to... I mean, it feels like a fold. That's what hands does. Good job. Good for hands. Yeah. Good fold. The pot's big now. It's 191,000. Okay. The river is the 10 of diamonds. So the board is five of diamonds, four of clubs, nine of hearts, six of hearts, 10 of diamonds. Doesn't seven, change the board. Again. Doesn't change the board that much. Seven, eight makes a second straight. Yeah, it's super straight for a seven, eight. Um, 10, nine should not be there. If anyone, Eric Person can have 10, nine. Eric Person like, can have 10, nine. You would never think Ben has 10, nine in place. But you would this. think, as Ben, that if you were ahead on the turn, you're often still ahead on the river. Absolutely. And if you were, ahead on, if you were not ahead on the turn, Eric would have often three bet you. Let me say this, too. If, um, if Eric has exactly 10, nine, if we check, what do we think he's going to do? He's going to bet. Right. So we should bet because he's just going to call if we bet anyway, right? Right. Like, he's not going to raise 10, nine, I don't know. No, I wouldn't expect point. it. That seems like a little too aggressive. Yeah. Um, and by the way, even if he does raise it, who cares? We have nine six. That's fine. We fold. Like, we don't have to put any more money yeah. in either way. Um, but so this way we can get value from all the worse hands that are going to potentially check back. And ten nine gets that money from us either way. So who cares? Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I think it's a bet. I think it's a bet. I think it's like one of those. Hope this works out, but got to do it. Kind of bets. Now I'm wondering if Ben made a mistake because he does bet, which I like. He goes 80 into 191. That's which, a mistake for sure. From all of the conceptual stuff that we're talking about, I like it if it's not against Eric Person. Right. But Eric Person often calls before seeing the amount when, he, when he's decided he's going to call. I mean, Eric Person played that hand against Hanks, if, different hand, where um, on the river, Person makes a straight, Hanks makes a flush. Um, I think Person bets really big and turns over one of his cards... And Hanks now knows that person is losing to him. Yeah. It's guaranteed. And Hanks starts saying, you shouldn't have turned that over, man. You shouldn't have turned that over. And then puts in this massive raise. And person calls instantly and then doesn't, just like, oh, my God, I didn't realize there was a flush on the board. And it's like, what do you, what do you mean? You didn't yeah. realize there was a flush on the board. What are you talking about? Like, how can you not know that there was a flush on the board? There's three, three to the suit. Like, what the fuck are you talking about? You just played a $500,000 pot. So going big is good. Yeah. So he, he's like... There's like, it feels like there's empty moments 
you know, when he, between the like, maybe I should call, and then the chip being um, yeah. felt in front of him, and there's been a call already, you know? Yeah. So, yeah, Ben has, <laughs> ben has something like 280K, 270K mm-hmm. in front of him, uh, 191 in the pot. I think he should go like 140, 150 and just I think hope for the snap. I think what Ben is trying to do is, is also minimize his own losses as part of this 80K, right? It's my guess. Yeah, but it's like if I put in that much, maybe I have to. Maybe I have to find a call. Which of no, course he does. Of course, you, you if if you bet 150k and Eric moves in, you just fold. It's not a problem. I think you need to bet like you could certainly bet 120, right? 130, yeah. something where it looks like you're trying to get a fold. Yeah, um, I think Eric Person's more apt to call those faster. It does. It wouldn't have mattered no matter what he bet. I don't think because Eric calls before anything happens. He calls so fast, which is crazy. Yeah, like I think he should have folded the turn. Of course, he should have the Like turn. on the river, Ben betting again. I guess you could put him on a missed flush draw if you want to. That's that's what you can do. I guess you could decide he's got Jackson Queens and is playing it like this, and now is betting the river for 80K. He's not betting huge. So, like, you know, cool. Yeah. Like he's he's targeting like a nine or something. I don't fucking know what he's targeting. He's targeting 10, eight of hearts. Although I don't know how it's there on the flop, really, but okay. I mean, yeah. there's there's not much there. Yeah, Ace so ten of hearts. I actually really like the way Ben played this whole hand, except for his river sizing. I think it could have gone bigger against this specific opponent. Against this guy specifically, you need to bet. But more. you know, we all make that type of mistake. Absolutely. No, that's the kind of thing where probably later that night Ben was like, "Yeah, I left like forty, fifty k on the table yeah. at least." There, that's that's probably wrong. Yeah, it's okay. If you, I mean, sure, I'm going to lose it sometimes, but most I'm betting because I think mostly it's good, right? Yeah. So that means it's a plus. It's a plus EV play for me to put money in. I should put more money in because I'm getting called by the same fucking range. Anyway, yep. like it's not going to be, any, he's not folding anymore. If I make it 50,000 more, I should get that 50,000. And, you know, for person, I, I think I like his pre-flop thought process, but I think yeah. he got kind of stuck, you know? I mean, the problem is this. If you're going to do that cool thing pre-flop, like we're saying, you have to be able to get away from this hand. Yeah, you flop. do. If you can't, if you don't have the, I don't know if it's the word skill. Is it discipline? Is it emotional? I think it's discipline. Intelligence, whatever you want to call it. Let's go discipline. If you don't have the discipline to get rid of it post-flop, you, you shouldn't make this play pre-flop. I agree. You should just three-bet it, right? Because then you don't get yourself in this kind of trouble. Yeah. Now, maybe we're fucked anyway if we're person because we three-bet. Let's assume because we're deep, fucking Ben calls anyway. Ben's yeah. going to call the flop. Ben's going to get there on the turn. Yeah. So we're screwed. Yeah, we're probably losing more money if we three-bet. But that is not the point. No, it's it? not. The point is this is a poorly played hand. That wouldn't be. Yeah. That's the point. Even though, yeah, Ben gets the big check raise on the turn as person we're probably going to call and then maybe call all in on the river and it sucks. Yeah. Fine. But over time, if we make these decisions, we lose more money than if we make those decisions, mm-hmm. right? And that's yeah. all that really matters because we're worried about the next million hands, not the last million hands. That's like such a cool tagline, That was man. fucking awesome. Yeah, it's pretty sick. Let's, let's just leave it at that. Okay. Music is my sunlight and all I need is one mic and I can show every single MC how it's done right. Every time I come by, I'm bound to leave them so tired. I'm sipping on liquor, a quitter is what I'm not. We got one life and I took a minor break, but I'm back to claim the throne. I'm gonna be traveling the globe. We still have time to make it home.